coming up on Just Elders Podcast. We had a great conversation last week about ownership podcast and where we're going to go. And um, shortly after that, uh, I just had a great conversation with Mark, Keith, and we said, bro, let's do this. Let's take this thing to the next level. So I am super excited to announce for the first time we are officially launching the Jess Eldridge Media Company. Thank you. Thank you. Did we get your attention? Hell yeah. Good. So, you're really not going to vote? People see this video, but you've been working. Mm -hmm. You've been doing this four, five, six years ago. So, it's like, this ain't nothing new. So, when I seen the video and when people, and, and I'm saying this because there's a lot of controversy around the video. Yeah. I'm letting y'all know I drove out of my way to support a black-owned business. Still going to get Arab gas, but I'm going to support black-owned business. <laughs> The question is, like, why do people think that being a stripper means that you're less of a human? Or, like, mm -hmm. to go even deeper than that, it's like, yo, strippers have so much influence in the community. Like, yeah. like you know how we say black people, is, if black people say something hot, it's hot. But if, if strippers say something hot, it's hot. Facts. So, like, you know, I want to play my new track. I and I just want to see if, you could play uh, that if it's hot, baby. <laughs> 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 I think politicians only a lot of politicians are only they're not looking for new voters no they're not looking for new vote because new voters call for new responsibility you know what I'm saying that's new work it's like because if you really get black men on the ballot Bruh, ain't nobody doing a good job on the red or blue side. You know what I'm saying? If you really start exactly. talking about, you start talking about like get, activating a real voter base of black men. Right. They just don't. You don't go to like Spain and try to teach people in French or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta <laughs> reach people. <laughs> that was a bad example. That was a bad example. I've seen a girl that have one guy come and blow 20 stacks on her. $20,000 on her alone. Shit. On just her. He had locks. Get the booty to the pole. <clears throat> ready? Born ready. What's up, family? It's Tuesday. Favorite day of the week. You tune it in to your girlfriend's favorite podcast. Your brother's favorite podcast. Your mother's favorite podcast. But most importantly, your favorite podcast. With that being said, what's up, family? It's your boy Elders. You are tuning to the greatest podcast that ever hit the airwaves. That is the Just Elders podcast. I'm super excited. I'm about to record the greatest episode I have ever recorded. I say that every time and I mean it every single time I love that dang thing when I get it <laughs> for those don't know what I'm talking about it's because you're listening and you're not watching us on YouTube go over right now subscribe to the Just Elders Media YouTube channel we are there you can not only hear me you can see me and how I'm looking today I'm rocking that I'm a well loved man black on um, you know what 
I feel well loved. I feel well loved. Let me tell y'all why. Um, we had a great conversation last week about ownership podcast and where we're going to go. And, um, shortly after that, uh, I just had a great conversation with Mark Keith and we said, bro, let's do this. Let's take this thing to the next level. So I am super excited to announce for the first time we are officially launching the Jess Eldridge media company. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go to JessElderMedia.com. Mark, that video you shot, it's working. Amen. I want to shout out, uh, our, they, I, I literally released it today and immediately we got two new Patreon subscribers. Let me shout, shout them out. out. Shout them out. We Let's got Gerald Mann. Shout out to Gerald Mann, my big brother coming in. Uh, the, the blue collar brother. The blue collar brother. You definitely heard him on this podcast before. And we also had Miss Maury subscribe. Hey. Hey. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Coming through. So shout out to our new Patreon uh, supporters. Uh, for those that don't know what Patreon is, Patreon is just your commitment to us and helping us on this journey. If you want more content, go to the uh, Patreon. If you want different shows, go to the Patreon. If you want to just see some young brothers make it, like Tyler Perry Studios, go to the Patreon. Um, like Slim and Huskies. Slim and Huskies, for real. Three brothers. <laughs> look, we about to get that cartoon get that cartoon look we need, it. Yeah. We need that asap we need it. but yeah you know, I'm, I'm definitely excited go to justeldermedia.com check out the website uh it's banged out yeah man uh, that, that team page look it, for those that because you know keith ain't never on the camera y'all don't see mark before if you want to know what keith look like go to justeldermedia.com <laughs> do your research <laughs> and you get to finally see what keith look like and you know <laughs> you ever seen somebody like man do that nigga look the way he sound <laughs> like Keith looked the way he sounded to me. I think so too, yeah. 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 But it's the other Keith we know. <laughs> that nigga do not that look the way he sound. That nigga do not look the way he sound. That nigga, that nigga sound like a big boy. <laughs> like he look like you. Like he look like, for real, for real, like, he look like a, like, cool little young nigga, bro, like, but he sound like an old ass man. So let's get right into it, man. Y'all, y'all brother got any announcement? I know Keith said you were gonna do a shout out. I don't know if he's still gonna do the shout out. You just, you just shouted it out. We announced the media company. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, let's get right into it. Um, I am super excited about this episode. We say it every time, and I do mean it every time. But this time, I mean it a little bit more. Um, because this young lady we are bringing on today is someone who has sparked a conversation, a much needed conversation. Uh, in the country, uh, someone has went viral multiple times, uh, and someone that is doing what? Thinking outside of the box. You know what I'm saying? And I like that. So with that being said, uh, this young lady, I first met her four years ago. Four years ago, y'all know I'm the founder of Spendify, co-founder of Spendify, a digital platform to help you find black owned businesses. And when we launched, we were hitting the pavement, man. We was everywhere, Twitter, Instagram. We like, look, black, black, black. Before everybody was on that black black, we was on that black black. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day, I don't know, did did Keith find you or? I don't know. I don't know how. Oh how? I don't know. How. I know I was um because I'm into that too, supporting black owned businesses and causes and things like that. And I came across the app, the website. And I said, this is something I need to follow because it is highlighting, you know, black owned businesses and it's all in one place instead of me, you know, going to search, 
yeah. around and had hair Finally, black it made on, it easy. black on. Yeah, it made it easy. So, so I just I kept up with it. Y'all were, you know, on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so shot it up. What made her stand out? Where she became like family? She sent us a video, <laughs> and Keith found the video. Keith went back and found it in the archive. I'm letting y'all know I drove out of my way to support a black-owned business. Still gonna get Arab gas, but I'm gonna support black-owned business. <laughs> Still gonna get that Arab gas. Man, and, and you, you know, you have been Arab gas in our like group chat for like four years. <laughs> Yeah, you know I didn't. I didn't even understand that reference until now. But I, yeah, now, now you get now, it. Now, now you get I get it. it. Right, yeah, like Arab we always Gass. talk about, but Arab Gas, but so yeah, like I think she was like one of the first videos when we were doing the um campaign, the social media campaign. We had just came from New York. Yeah, and we're trying to get everybody to do videos. Trying to get everybody to do videos. <laughs> she, 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 like, I'm still getting the Arab Gas. I can't believe I said that, and I do that every time. Like I don't know how I do this. It just comes out. <laughs> so look, so you've been Arab gas, and then mm-hmm. you went viral, mm-hmm. and then Keith was like, "Bro, you seen Arab gas? All that was you talking about, <laughs> like Arab gas." That's her in the video. I'm like, for real? He ain't gonna vote. He ain't gonna vote. Shout it. All right. So for those that don't know, uh, recently there was a video that went viral called "Get Your Booties to the Polls." Get your booties to the polls. You gonna play it? Let's just play it for him real fast. We'll play the audio. Yeah. Thought you was to keep talking. Um, it up. My bad. I thought it was already yeah, pulled up. Like, <laughs> I thought she was on debt like the air gas. I <laughs> nah, can't believe I that y'all found flip. that. Like, hey, man. Keep, <laughs> that, that was, cause like, cause so after that, right, um, I mean, hell, that was like four years ago. So, of course, a lot of companies and stuff have changed. But I think what, it, what really made me keep following was because you were dancing, but you were always talking about other stuff you were doing. Mm-hmm. And I think you started like getting on BET and doing like all this. So you you get into that later. Yeah, we can get into it. I was like, damn, like she's out here still like working. So then when we saw you on the video, it was like, damn, this Arab gas. <laughs> and, 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 and to Keith, I got to give Keith credit. Keith is the one that has always stayed in touch and followed up. Like I've, I've asked, I'm like, where, where Arab gas? What's she doing? But like, I mean, we love to see you working, man. You have, always supported black businesses black community in your own way and this video speaks volume to it you know they always it's almost like the chinese bamboo tree they say it takes six years to grow but in six weeks it grows really fast so like people see this video but you've been working Mm -hmm. you've been doing this four five six years ago so it's like this ain't nothing new so when i seen the video and when people and, and i'm saying this because there's a lot of controversy around the video yeah a lot of people saying Oh, they don't like it. It's saying it's a distraction, mm-hmm. but uh, it's needed. It's a needed conversation. So they ain't you, the target demo. That was what that. You got to pull it up. Mm-hmm. All right, let's play it. Did we get your attention? Yeah, yeah. Good. So. You're really not going to vote. You know it's more than just the president on the ballot, right? Check it. A district attorney decides who to prosecute. Including whether or not to go after dirty cops. Do you know who elects the DA? We do. But you don't want to vote. 
can't make it rain if you locked up on some bullshit. Want trades and coding taught in our schools? Then vote for the school words that will prepare us for the job market. Want to end cash bail? Well, then vote for the sheriffs and county officials that feel the same way you do. But you talking about, oh, they going to pick who they going to pitch, out Ferguson gets elected their first <laughs> black mayor. Part. You know how that happened? Ah. Uh. It's clear black lives don't matter to some of our current elected officials. If they matter to you, then don't let other people decide who's going to run your community. Get your booty to the pole. Get your booty to the pole. Get, Get your, your booty, booty to, to the, the pole. pole. <laughs> Get your I fuck with that, man. I think that's the most creative marketing for information that I've seen thus far. And look, you know, it's, you know, Craig and Mark don't vote. Now he got to vote. Oh, no, Not just playing. But Mark is that demo. No, he's a demo. Like you would, you would make somebody like Mark really so, like. If I was on the fence, if or if I just didn't know, if I was thinking like, yo, they gonna pick who they gonna pick anyway, and I see that coming down my timeline, yeah, I'm gonna vote. Like, and that's why I keep on th- saying like the people that got a problem with it, it wasn't meant for you. Like mm-hmm. y'all was already coming to the polls to do what you was gonna do anyway. This is for the people that was sitting home. And that was not going to come out. So I think it was genius. Right. So let's talk about it. it. So you came out with a video. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can sit back if you want to. You, yeah, I don't want you. I don't want you. Get comfortable. Get comfortable. We're about to get into it. Uh, so shout out to your sisters that was on the video. Yeah, they're dope. Uh, we were actually casted by the director and creator of the PSA named Angela Barnes. She came up with this dope idea to do a PSA about voting. When she contacted me about it, she gave me a little bit of background on it, but we didn't know exactly how it was going to be until we showed up on set. Mm. She gave us the script on set. She played, you know, the music on set and kind of just told us to kind of, you know, do our thing and give our personality, but also let the audience know like hey this is what's going on and you know it's urgent that you know this and it's important and you know what do you mean you're not going to vote right what do you mean you don't know that these other things are on the ballot yeah so like Mm -hmm. y'all 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 said a couple of things that was really big number one thing y'all said was you know the president is not the only one on the ballot Mm -hmm. and i think that's what's losing a lot of people. It's mm-hmm. it's just yeah. Biden versus Trump, yeah. and then it's like, oh, the lesser of two evils, or I don't fuck with Biden either. I mean, we've been very public on this podcast about our thoughts on. Well, they they didn't y'all didn't specifically say vote for Biden though, right? I was just saying vote. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. we only said to vote. We did not push any agenda. It was bipartisan. To, yeah. it was a bipartisan. But but a lot of people or been trying to push it. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. nonpartisan. Um, and a lot of people have been trying to push it like, oh, this is what the Democrats are doing. Well, well, it was a nonpartisan commercial. Yeah, they actually, um, and the day that it launched, there was a lot of videos that came out, um, on YouTube, Instagram, all kind of stuff. And they were saying, oh, it's Democratic because all I see is blue. And I'm like, okay, blue lights do not look good on black skin. Red lights do. Blue backgrounds look good behind us but if you zoom out you'll see that the stage was red the yeah, outline the, and the yeah, board the was red yeah, like was, was, was y'all actually in the club where y'all was at no we were actually on, on at a sound stage okay so it was a and it was set. it was yeah it was gotcha. built and it was decorated and everything and they wanted us to represent red white and blue so that's why we had american flags on some of us had on red outfits 
Yeah, yeah. It, nah, it was, it was, like <laughs> I said, it, it was a very much a nonpartisan um, commercial. Like, so what has been your biggest, like, dang, they supported it? And what's been your biggest, like, damn, that's fucked up. That's how they feel about it? Like, your biggest critique and your biggest accolade, I would say. Some of the biggest accolades have been from people in the media, actually. Um, Soledad O'Brien mm. really appreciated the video. Nice. Um, Atlanta's own Jovita Moore. Actually invited me to do personally invited me to do an interview with Channel Two WSB TV. Nah, you don't did it yet? Yeah, I did. I did that on uh, I want to say this past Thursday. Nice. Shout out to Javita. I can send out the the link to everybody. I actually need to post it on my Instagram. Yeah, send us a link. Post it on my personal uh, Facebook. Yeah, I'll definitely send that to y'all. And that was pretty good just to get the message out there. One of the um, biggest criticisms I've seen is is from other people within you know the african-american the black community and um one of the ones one of the first ones that i saw was from and i you know i don't like to be the bad guy and say oh this is the person that said it you know i can't believe that's fucked up (laughs) but he did um there is a a designer that i appreciate and his name is facet he makes a lot of lingerie Mm. that a lot of the ladies know about um ladies that are watching the show probably know who this is Mm. He posted it and he dragged it. He's like, I know these aren't girls from Magic City. Ain't none of these girls from Atlanta. Ain't none of these Atlanta strippers and all that stuff. And I'm like, uh, shit. what? First of all, what three you of dancing us it? right now, actually. Um, well, I know. The, the, the better way to say it is I'm retiring because it is something that I was working on doing anyway. I got fired for no reason from Magic City. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> for no reason before they reopened. So, yeah, we about um, to boycott the Magic. Everybody said they got fired for no reason, though. Like, is no, that really what happened? No, that's really what happened. Like, <laughs> I went to a meeting, uh-huh. and they were telling us how everything was going to change due to COVID and mm. what have you. I said, okay, great. You know, the next day, I got a phone call in the morning from one of the workers in the office. And they said, yeah, Magic is saying you can't come back anymore. And I said, what? Sheesh. For what reason? Oh, we're moving in a new direction. And I'm like, how? Because I'm one of their top performers. Like, I've been in um, the Magic City Takers. I was an alternate for them and Snack Pack. Um, From day one when I started, I was on feature stage sets. Mm -hmm. I've booked major artists there. 50 Cent booked uh, the Patriots there. I've done you know news interviews for them i've done commercials movies a lot of stuff resume lit (laughs) it's lit yeah so for me to i don't know to get fired for whatever reason maybe it was just a blessing in disguise Mm. maybe they see something bigger for me even though i I still want the money though but you know Mm. so well cutthroat industry man cutthroat can be fuck fuck you magic city (laughs) i I, I I don't know i might need them later so i can't can't exactly (laughs) but i don't like it we don't like you right now (laughs) (laughs) i don't like it (laughs) we'll come back if you take Mm. her back but you're right you do have to have uh tough skin in this industry industry because like i said facet was dragging it and i'm like there were three of us in there that actually did you know work at magic one that's currently still there and you know it's unfortunate. I don't want to go into details because I don't want to put anybody on yeah, blast. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't However, have to. yeah, he did, you know, drag the video. And there was several other comments, even within the the accounts that did post and highlight and congratulate and uplift the message. There are still comments within that. There's yeah. a whole argument going on right now on my page I just got <laughs> a question. that I haven't responded so, to. Did yet. Cardi B say something, y'all? 
Not that I know of. Cause you know Cardi B, she typically yeah. like very like pushing the vote thing, and mm-hmm. everybody knows she was an ex stripper and stuff like that. So like we, I was wondering if she reposted or if she said anything. That's I wonder. I, not that I know of. I'm not really. Um, I do follow social media. I don't really get into the lives of celebrities because some of them are, are people that we we know that we have known already so i don't try to you know overload on what are they doing today what do they think what do they think yeah, about this because once you live your life based off of the opinions of other people mm-hmm. they control the climate of how you, how feel. you feel what you do stuff like that right. so even though i do appreciate their craft and stuff like that and i congratulate them on the things that they have coming up and the and the things that they've overcome and stuff like that i try not to base my day off of what are they doing every single day you know right. what are they thinking what are they talking about um and even if it comes down to me and what i'm doing you know i appreciate the compliments and i appreciate the the criticism all that stuff but i try not to go so deep into seeing who has said what i just try to let it you know surprise me you better go well yeah i got a question so it kind of goes into what you were saying about the guy facet or whatever i've, I've never heard of him before but my question is like you come in here, you clearly, you're well-spoken, you're articulate, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Clearly, you know about the political race, the game, that's yeah. going on. Um, the question is, like, why do people think that being a stripper means that you're less of a human? Or, like, mm-hmm. to go even deeper than that, it's like, yo, strippers have so much influence in the community. Like, they're the first celebrities you see, as like, probably as a young woman, they're the first celebrities as you see. As a young man, you see the dope boy. He got the fly cars. But as a young woman, they see the strippers. They rich as fuck. They yeah. fat ass. They do this. They do that or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? And so their influence is very big. So why not use that type of platform to talk to the people in the community? And why do people think that it's a lower intelligence level just because you because you dance? Yeah. Well, first of all, I do agree with you that we are a celebrity in a sense, because we have influenced so much in the mm-hmm. culture. Um, we have influenced people to do their makeup certain ways. Hair, they have taken the strip club culture into public by getting their bodies done mm-hmm. or at least working out to look, have that stripper look. Thanks. A lot of the clothes that are out are built to look good, not only for the woman at home but in the strip club so a lot of people model a lot of things off of the strip club whether they know it or not they look at strippers as less than a human so to speak or people that shouldn't be saying anything because it's a taboo subject and it's taboo because we are selling views we are literally selling selling views and making money and a lot of people don't like to admit things out loud about their sexuality or their fetishes Mm -hmm. when a lot of these people that are complaining about the videos are people that are in the clubs too we have politicians that come in we have business owners that come in Um, we have you know the regular regular housewives and house husbands and what have you all these people come in and enjoy the show but they feel like because we're taking clothes off for money, so to speak, and being provocative um, that we shouldn't be talking when, like I said, these are people that participate in this. One thing or two, uh, what strippers do, y'all run the culture. Like, yeah. like you know how we say black people, is, if black people say something hot, it's hot. But if, if, if strippers say something hot, it's hot. Thanks. So, like, you know, I want to play my new track, and I, I just want to see if, you could uh, play if it's hot, baby. <laughs> 
Hey, yo, Nick, turn this up. Turn this shit up, bro. Okay, you hear it? If you don't like this shit, start twerking. That's how I'm enough you don't like Don't be fucking with my niggas. Yeah. Don't be fucking with my fam. Right. Don't be fucking with my people. Yeah. Hey, Rocky. Hey, Rocky. Don't be fucking with my niggas. Hey, Rocky. That's all I need. Don't be fucking with my That's all I need. Get your hands hit with the blam. Click, clack, get back. Ladies, niggas on their back. Hell yeah, I'm coming back. Yeah. It's definitely what? A love song. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm talking about Gax. Yeah, I'm talking about Gax. You need to have a debate. Yeah. Debate like feature. This sounds like a. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look. We're going to start right now. We're going to start right now. That's part of remix. Yeah. That's the type of deal. Got the game on lock. Must be a motherfucking bum. Talking about TikTok. Go ahead, turn this up. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I must be a hater, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I must be a hater, bro. Twenty twenty twenty, the first year I'm gonna say I'm a hater, bro. I think that's the worst track I've ever heard in my entire life. Damn, I ain't bro, you was a hater. I'm, you I'm, a, a hater, I'm a part, dog. but I'm a part of the community. I always like to get this part too. I'm a part of the community. I tell my homeboys when they suck at rapping, bro. Like. I just, I just think it's, I think it's what you got to do, nah, man. Bro. Too many niggas be nah. on, bro. And, yeah. nah, and, and see, and see, see I'm up, part bro. of, the, we're part of the community that anything could pop, and anything, and you got to realize, I just got the two, I got compliments from the two most important demographics, what? the young niggas. Yep. You heard your Evans. Yeah. Now the strippers. Hey, look, <laughs> I was it's, wrong. Wrong. <laughs> it's all wrong then. <laughs> it's different, um, because in the club. I'm not gonna lie a lot of the independent artists that we have come in their tracks sound like damn near the same see yeah it sounds the same yeah. and it sounds different not so that's mixed. gonna be the first thing just that yelling on the track oh god a couple pianos and the to drop the music video hey, for click, click. hey bro <laughs> gotta hey, give me a music video now bro i got you bro click, yeah, click. It sounds different. you want to be on a music video sure Ooh. Oh shit! But we gotta make it like it's gotta be different. Mm-hmm. Are we oh yeah, the video can be different. It's gotta be some like you know how they used to do those videos like in the eighties and nineties, and it would damn near like be a movie or be like a fantasy. Oh, hey, 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 so you got the right person. Now you speaking my language. Hey, look, you got the right person right here. You got the right person. We might be able to make that visual pop now. Make it a psychedelic trip. And then at the end, to be continued. See, that's how you always get it. Fucking with my nigga. To be continued. Don't be fucking with my nigga. It's stuck in his head. It's stuck in his head. It's stuck in his head. See, and that's how why the message works, and it's the same way with uh, the get, get the your booty, booty to, to the pole. pole. All right, let's get back to that. So yeah, who produced that track? It, it actually like like the beat. Is, yeah, get your booty to the pole. So the director Angela had a friend. I can't recall um, his name, but she did tell me who it is. Um, I will fact check that with her. She had him produce the song, and I believe I know he is a producer. I believe he has worked on other um 
media outlets and what have you as far as sound and, and music production and stuff like that and she she threw the idea to him and he made the song he recorded it and it was pretty dope that's what's up yeah now the song was dope now a Cuba thing a couple of things that y'all said that I wanted to point out on here mm-hmm. so boom you talked about the DA yeah uh, so and then I love what y'all did y'all gave a fact the DA decides who goes at the crooked cops mm-hmm. so yeah. in Atlanta we just got a new DA yeah uh, Paul Howard's gone and we just got uh Fanny, Fanny, however you say her name. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of them situations. So you seen what happened with Breonna Taylor? Yeah, mm-hmm. we seen that. And uh, I hate to say I was, I wasn't surprised, but unfortunately, you know, it's I just seen the writing on the wall because I've been dealing with these for so long. Well, you know, you know the thing about Breonna Taylor to hop on that real quick. I wasn't really expecting anything, right? But the fact that you convict him for what wanton endangerment for almost killing some white folks, that's like insult to injury. Yeah, you know like what I'm saying because I was expecting I re- no charge. It would have been better. You just don't do nothing at all. Yeah, it's yeah, like you know it's like a nigga got there coming to your birthday dinner, like when y'all leaving a restaurant. Like nigga, you might have wish and nothing. You should like, like, like you about like, to walk out. The you were caught up. That's real shit, though. So, uh, so like mm-hmm. here in Atlanta. You know, you got the Rashard Brooks case, brother that was killed at Wendy's. Yeah. Uh, that's now on her desk. You know what I'm saying? So just like we watched and waited for the uh, Breonna Taylor, we about to be the same way in Atlanta. We got to see if we voted the right person in that's right. going to do their job to get that. Because Paul Howard can, like, lock them up, right? Like, he pressed charges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he the one that pressed the charges that came out because they said he was being political. The charges came too fast. They were saying all that stuff. But the DA has the power to do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. You don't have to wait for the uh, GBI. Yep. Uh, like, he can just go forward. So I love that y'all were giving game. That's the thing. Y'all were dropping real game in that thing. And then you start talking about, oh, you want to learn more in school? That's your school board. Mm-hmm. How many people know their school board representatives? You know what I'm saying? And I think people don't know. It's like, if we understand, go back to uh, they keep spitting in our food. Uh, great episode. We were breaking down the Rayshard Brooks case. Mm-hmm. And then we, we explained the city of Atlanta as a restaurant. Mm. And, uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms is the owner of the restaurant. And then all of the, uh, people like the, uh, police chief, all of them, they are the managers of the restaurants. And then the police officers are the waiters at the restaurant. And they're spitting in our food. And the mayor knows that the owner know they spitting in the food. So what do you do? You fire the managers because the manager obviously it's creating a culture of you bad employees. Food. That's what we do. You know what I'm saying? So like, so that's how we broke it down. But until we begin to break down politics that simple and we show people, bro, like, nah, you actually get to control mm-hmm. what's happening. Like they work for you. They're public servants. Right. And I think we hear stuff and we don't really put two and two together. Mm-hmm. And, um, what I want to know is, all right, this PSA was done. Like, and I never went. That's my ignorance. Like, when you go to get your booty to the polls, what what pulls up when you go to that? I know y'all had a website. Get your On booty the to the website. Po- um, the website is set up to give you more information on what your what's on your local ballot. Nice for your area, um, and that's in Georgia. This was just supposed to be to focus on getting more people to the polls in Georgia and specifically black men because black men have been mm, underrepresented and they have not voted 
um, in the last, I want to say the last five elections, it's been about half of the black men that are registered to vote that are qualified voters. They did not show up in the last five elections. So we wanted to, first of all, target that demographic. So when you go to get your booty to the poll dot com, basically what comes up is and you would think it's going to be the dancers. You would think it's going to be the commercial and things like that. I'm, I'm here not. for some more. You're actually, yeah, I know, right? You don't meet the dancers until like, it's like at the bottom, yeah, the bottom of, of the actual web page. What you oh, see is like, yeah, they put us at the bottom. Okay. So what you see is it's just like a lot more of, hey, click here to find out what's That's on your, your, your local page. Coy Malone, Coy Malone. Uh huh. What's on your local ballot? Where can you go vote? Are you registered to vote? Um, Here's some facts about you know voting, things like that. It's more informational. I love that than anything. I love that y'all said um, y'all were targeting black men. Let me tell you why that's so important. Uh, our political regular in-house pundit here is Senator Vincent Fort. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes on very often, talks about politics. You can go back. All the way back to episode, uh, Mama Wise the Mayor Taking My House. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of that episode, <laughs> don't you got an announcement to make? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Derek Bozeman was wrong. <laughs> Derek Bozeman <laughs> said on that episode that it would not be a black vice president, uh, nominee. And Senator Fort, Senator Fort said that it would, it be. would be. Yeah. And, uh, he said, we're going to come back to this and we're going we're gonna to see. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Fort, you got a, a free meal out of Bozeman. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he talks about if black men voted the same way that black women do, we changed the game. Mm-hmm. Definitely. For whatever we want. Mm-hmm. But again, it goes back to what do you vote for? Mm-hmm. And, that's why I love what Horace is doing with Empowered app. You know about Empowered? No, I don't. So Empowered is a really dope app. Uh, you download it. You put in your zip code and your uh, you put in your zip code, and it literally pulls up every all of your representatives all from right. a city, like to your uh, state representatives, your school board, your city council. But it's mm-hmm. Empowered. Take the last e off the end. Empowered app is a great app that does that. So like. When y'all talked about, you know, if you want to teach more at the school, like some of your personal ideas, what do you want? Like, what are you voting for? I don't know if I can talk about what I'm voting for specifically. I mean, you ain't got to talk about people, but it's just legal. I'm just talking about like more so like what's the change you want to see? The changes that I want to see, I want to see more resources going in the schools, especially in um, black areas. A lot of people don't realize that those taxes that you pay within your community directly affects the schools. It affects the streets. It affects transportation and things like that. If you don't show up at the polls and you don't vote, there is possible funding that is not going to your child's school, which directly does not um, educate your child in the way that you want. So people need to understand that people need to understand that you vote for the superintendent. Um, People need to understand that you vote for representatives, sheriffs that are enforcing the law in your in your local area. I broke it down to a friend of mine um, who has had uh, trouble, you know, with the law and has had, you know, drug charges, things like that. Mm -hmm. And he said, I'm, I was one, I'm one of those people that, that, that didn't vote, that didn't see a point. And I said, this is what you need to think about. Think about 
all the you know the bullshit that you've been through mm-hmm. through the legal system mm-hmm. okay now understand who was the person that 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 put those charges on you mm-hmm. it was the that da judge. and the judges right that are voted in yeah who was also part possibly one of the people that had to do something with your arrest or something it could have been a sheriff mm-hmm. now that you're out you have what you have probation when you were locked up you had something called bail a cash bail yeah stuff Man. like that you need to show up and you need to register to vote to get these people out that thought it was okay to charge you for having a little piece of weed yeah just a little piece when it's pretty much legalized or or legal for um medical use or the laws have changed yeah it should be and the laws have changed in georgia specifically with the amounts but there are people that are still serving time on that Mm -hmm. there are still people that are still paying probation for that i did things like that so you you need to yeah you need to go and vote (laughs) and you know the issues folks out and change the laws the issue. Some of these laws are voted on too. Nah, it yeah, is, too. And, and and I think here's it's going back to cash bail because you know the biggest the biggest eye opener about cash bail was Khalif Browder. Like Khalif Browder was locked up for um, I think it was a book. They thought he stole a book. Yeah, they thought he stole a book bag, and he did years in Rucker Island, years mm-hmm. because he couldn't pay eight hundred dollars. Right, Rikers. Right, like he couldn't pay eight hundred dollars. Right. Did years went under so much abuse, went under so much trauma. When he was released, he killed himself. Killed himself. Yeah. Right, but eight hundred dollars. Being poor is not a crime. Being black is not a crime, and that's what this judicial system that's was founded fact. on. No, that's a yeah. fact. This is what it was founded on. So, like, I think an issue that we have as black people is one. I feel like we are very politically Im- immature um, because. It's like one of those situations they tr- they treated us like kids for so long they didn't let us sit at the adult table like nah you can't vote you can't do this right. like so they what, what, let me you know, let me push back a little you can't sit at the kids table because uh, you have strippers promoting the vote that's what they would say so us as black people how can how, what how do we do that how do we what, balance both exactly so I'm talking about the beginning I'm talking about like I, I'm 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 about to work out where you were so yeah, like yeah. in the beginning they told us like nah you can't vote and then. You, you gotta sit at the kids table and then they put all these things in place like these tax polls and all the stuff where you had to pay or you had to guess how many bubblegum balls are in this jar to vote. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they did so much voter suppression, right? So now it's coming back, but it looks different. Mm-hmm. So now you gotta have a, uh, a driver's ID, ID right, right, right. to vote. Yeah. Here's the issue with that. If I'm poor, and I can't, and I don't, and I don't got fifteen dollars for it. That's that's technically a that's a poll tax. Or if you know I'm a, a quotations air quotation criminal, and then I got my ID taken from me because that yeah. happens too to a lot of teenagers. It happened to me when I was young. Like a police officer can take your ID and confiscate it or whatever it is. And now once again, you can't. And, so and you know why I like this talk because I, I like that we have to be nuanced about it too. Because even when I hear that, I understand, but like. You should have an ID anyways. Right. You know so, what I'm saying? Like, but so. the, well, well, here's the thing. All right. Prime example. Andre. We, were, we in Floyd Plaza, Pittsburgh. Andre out there. Homeless brother. Mm. He can vote. He's a vo- he, he literally can vote. Right? Okay. But 
most homeless people ain't got the what you got to do to get your ID, your birth certificate, well, you like, have address, yeah, yeah, address, yeah, address. address, all it's it's so much stuff. But literally, there I was talking to um Miss Helen Butler, and I wish I would have called her before so I could call on this podcast. We need to do some research on that. I, I want to know can the homeless they can they can vote they can vote they can they're eligible but they don't have the you know. I guess the credentials. Can I call? I'm about to call Miss Helen Butler real fast, y'all. The reason why she's so important because Miss Helen Butler, she is one. She's a legend. She's one of the first 50 students that integrated UGA, Mm. Um, and she she started the uh, People's Coalition, um, the People's Agenda, and all they do is voter registration. And she taught me voter registration when I was down in Monroe. So I'm gonna see if she gonna pick up. Probably ain't nobody ever pick up for me. (laughs) My sister's a branch off of her tree while we trying to get her. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Damn. I never look cool. <laughs> Damn. I never look cool. <laughs> Niggas don't be picking up my phone. I don't yeah. know the text first. <laughs> turn it up again. I'm trying to call again. Helen is currently. Yeah. Forget you, Miss Helen. But Miss Helen taught me that. Miss Helen taught me that you can actually vote. Like you can use, they can use another. They should be able to use another address, like the shelter that yeah. they're staying at, stuff yeah. like that. So it's out there, but it's so many people that just don't know. Like if nigga, like I be trying to tell nigga, everybody in here don't got a ticket, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody don't sat in that court and watch that judge just talk mad shit mm-hmm. to niggas, like and giving niggas all the time and find, like that nigga was voted in. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's real talk, like and. and, and because to keep the focus on what we're talking about in this episode, right? That's why I like the video because on one end they try to say, well, you know, um, for, if it's supposed to be for black men, well, is this the message that black men are receiving? Let me let you know. There's some real niggas out here that's supposed to be voting. And they ain't voting because you're not talking right. to them. Like, exactly. Bro, you're exactly. not talking to them. They're in the club. they chilling. Right. they posted you're not up. They're smoking their weed. They got them. If you let them know, like, hey, you know you can vote to legalize this weed. Right. I guarantee you a lot of niggas will be voting, Prom- but you don't educate. The the prim- prime example, do yeah. you know they ain't educating? Look where most politicians hold their fundraisers. Right. Yep. Right. Look where most politicians knock on doors. Even when you are knocking on doors, most politicians knock on doors based off what they call highly likely voters. Right. Yeah. yeah. These are right. people that are registered. Absolutely. These are people that are already, because you got to save time and get to the people that you know going to vote yeah. right. versus we're not spending time finding new voters. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what this people is. people that can, that can contribute to the campaign financially mm. as well. And that was a part of the reason why this was created. Not to say that this is the only way that we can reach black men. It's just in general, politicians do not spend their resources towards the black vote in general so there's a lot of argument about oh is this what they think about black people and why couldn't they have done anything else people let's let's just be honest let's be real here they were not going to respond not really to a couple in a, in a button-up shirt right. drinking wine right. and you know right. talking about the issues of today and education a lot of people don't connect with that right they just don't you don't go to like Spain and try to teach people in French or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta reach people. <laughs> that was a bad example. That was a bad example. But now what I'm saying is that like if you go to a different country, if you go to a different country, you gotta speak their language. Is what I'm saying. When so in like, Rome. so when in Rome, you do as the Romans. So like if you ain't speaking the language to you know you just giving this message out, you ain't speaking my language. I'm never gonna hear that message. 
But that, that, that's why I always say there, I'm you know always saying? searching for that term, the other way of saying real niggas. But you know what we mean when we say this is a message for real niggas. Right. It ain't on a degrading shit. It's right. on some, hey, look. Speak the language. Be, speak the language. And I, I'm, I'm truly convinced that they don't want black men to vote because if black men truly voted, it'll be so scattered. Right. If black men really looked at the ticket, right, we would look at this Democrat and say, okay, well, he is saying this about being a judge. Okay, cool. But this Republican might be talking about something else being a DA somewhere, an entrepreneur, right. and they're speaking to it. Sure. So we'll, we'll, we're not going to vote down ticket. I think that's the biggest issue with black men voting. We're not going to just vote all Democrat. We're not right. going to just vote all Republican. We're going to be scattered, and they don't want that. Because yeah, that's going to fuck up the political system. You definitely going to and, and, like, so... I just keep going back to y'all stuff because I've seen I, I I got a lot of political friends so mm-hmm. uh, and I call I actually had some that I was calling to be on the, uh come on this podcast with us they just was uh, unavailable but some of them were like yeah I like it it probably won't be nothing that I would personally put out but I like it I thought like they were thinking outside the box and again I think politicians only a lot of politicians are only they're not looking for new voters. No, they're not looking for new vote. Cause new voters called for new responsibility. You know what I'm saying? That's new work. It's like because if you really get black men on the ballot, bruh, ain't nobody doing a good job on the red or blue side. You know what I'm saying? If you really start exactly. talking about, you start talking about like getting activating a real voter base of black men, we ain't satisfied with nobody on either side. And I just think like now with this election, I feel like we shoot ourselves in the foot. Cause what they did to y'all when people were like, oh, this was, uh, unnecessary. Like folk that was shooting your shit down. I now feel the way they were feeling when we was talking about Joe Biden. You know, you talk about Joe Biden. If you talk about Joe, you're against Trump. Well, I'm like, well, if you talk about, oh, well, if you talk about Joe, you're for Trump. That's how they were trying to say it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you talk about what y'all did, I feel like you for Trump because the target audience that they were actually that's going to reach out to this shit more than likely going to vote on the blue side. You know what I'm saying? So why would you downgrade that shit? Like, why would you degrade it? Why would you talk shit about it? Why would you downgrade it? And then why would you also try to weaponize it? Like nowhere in there did they say vote for Biden or vote for Trump. Why are all these black people saying this is a democratic plot to get you to go and vote with this? Hey, take it for what it is. This is a plot to get black men to use a marketing brain too. Like, see how many views that this actually took, right? Like, if I'm in a political campaign, we got a lot. Bro, I'm using that. I'm using that. Let me check. If if I'm Biden, I'm using that. I'm saying, yo, that worked for just a nonpartisan idea. Let me go use this idea for me now. Let me go find. 12 strippers in Houston. I mean, no, no, let's I, make I, a, I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I wouldn't want Biden to do that. I, I just, I like I, it being I'm okay, non. I'm okay with just, it. Just nah, use I'm, it. I use it if it works. I don't want him to do that because it's gonna be one of those whitewashed lens things. Like, to me, the, the black people voting has to remain independent. It doesn't need to lean on Democrat. It doesn't right. need to lean on Republican. I don't want Biden to take this. What I want to happen is I want more not uh nonpartisan people to take this and say look there is a boat uh, a base of black people right who this is a this is their culture right? right they try to make it seem like well this is promoting strip club culture look strip club culture is part of the culture Thanks. white white culture the 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 quote unquote 
people in charge are the ones uplifting it. Don't you think if they wanted to promote HBCU culture, then that's all you would be seeing on TV? But it's not. Unfortunately, okay, yeah, P Valley's going to get greenlit. All right, that's a good show, but that's what you want to promote. Well, use it, right? Use it. And then also realize it's not it's not what it was back in the day. Mm. You know, like and and back to what we talked about how we met Coy and why we, you know, fuck with Coy because I saw that and it was a time when I'm waking up too, you know, we all have to wake up, right? And you know, growing up you hear strippers demeaning. Oh, she's stripping, she's right. doing this. Now it's like after several of my homegirls start doing it and I start seeing like the come up, right. like they were they've been like segueing it, like for sure. Hey, we stripping, we're not fucking. We mm-hmm. just stripping, and then we're taking this money, we're investing it, we're taking our talents, we're on TV, we're right. taking our talents. And everybody's we're, like, we're, we, that, we have people's ear. Cardi B just showed yeah, you man. one lane, but um, there there are there are others that For like sure. will show you too. I mean, he, I, I even heard um, what's what's her name? She's a Republican, but she was telling her story, Angela Stanton King, mm. and she was telling her story of being from the streets and coming up in that way. You know, Nene Leaks, right, Real Housewives another, of Atlanta, like you. Job. That's a real. Come it's up. like working at. It's like working <laughs> at any <laughs> other place. I, I, I ain't gonna, gonna lie, Nene, like Nene, the the only come up that could come close to that. It, uh, with my girl, uh, Delicious from Flavor Flav. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, hey, Nene, Nene got there. She, she flipped that shit, bro. Mm. Like, you go back to season one, I don't think niggas really remember when Nene came out, like, to where she is now. Like, I ain't really fucking with her, cause she, you know, she tried. Walking yeah, the club with a couple right of here, boy. I see a baddie, I'm paying a rent. <laughs> Look like an angel. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of those things. It's just, it's taboo because everybody doesn't have, the bravery to to do what we do they yeah. just don't what you what you think about only fans mm, so only fans started out as a platform for people to engage their more fans. with their you know audience like patreon like patreon it's it's the same thing, same thing. and so um but how did they take it over started doing <laughs> right. um they started taking it over because they kind of moved from Pornhub <laughs> over to only fans as a mm, way to get those you yes. know subscriptions and what have you and i guess only fans kind of recognized that and said hey i see you're joining my site are you posting adult content or not that's literally like a, a option. Are you posting adult content? Yes or no? And, um, people just started doing that from, you know, the comfort of their own home instead of doing like webcam shows and stuff like that and those webcam sites and what have you. It gave them creative control to be, um, freaky <laughs> on <laughs> camera. Word. And so it, that in a sense, and people were already doing this on Instagram. Yeah. Like, so it's a, I think it's the gateway. I think OnlyFans is the gateway. Like, it's like, I know girls that got OnlyFans, but they talking about they wouldn't strip. I'm like, all right, so like it's it's the it's the beginning. Like well, it, it, well, it's virtual stripping, right? Like yeah, it, it is. It's, it's, it's more than that. And, and, and you and you actually doing more than strippers. On the yeah. OnlyFans, yeah. you yeah. doing more yeah. than strippers. Only That's why I can't. I, I can't. You got yeah. OnlyFans? No, I don't. Okay. I, I can't get with <laughs> it um, because I have a a career that I'm building, and if I have you know that out there, even whether it's on my profile or not, just seeing OnlyFans gives you a connotation that's like. What is she on there doing? Oh, you, you know, know that, you know that what I'm gonna get. What is she? And I've seen people. I like, missed the first ten. I come across people like they on here doing like 
Damn. Basically, they should basically be on Pornhub. If this is what you're doing. Nah, you're nah they really you should. should. Okay. Some, some of them All should. Right, be, I got, I got something to throw at you, Coy. What if you did something like this, though? What if you started your OnlyFans page? Just let beep. Just yeah. beep it out. <laughs> yeah, it Mark, be Mark's out. still new on the mic. Yeah, yeah man. Just, it's just, just, just my brain shit. working because it's like. Cut shit like that out the Yeah, pod. it's just my brain working because it's like, yo, there's clearly a market for that. People yeah. want to be informed and entertained at the same time. Well, I know it's I know a shot of this on OnlyFans right now, and Harris is kind of like. A, a spiritual <laughs> healing. <laughs> like, do, I know, do I know this? It is like you don't oh, know, yeah. but like, like you seen it though. You know, you seen it. Is she okay. naked when she does it? Yes, yes. I think that's fine. But it's like all about affirmations and yeah. like using naked yoga. Yeah, it's like it's like naked masturbation uh, affirmations while you're masturbating and stuff like that. I've mm-hmm. heard that's actually a really good time to speak affirmations into your life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Sex magic. Talk about it, Koi. So, when you're masturbating, it's got to be when you're masturbating, and you're about to you're about to have an orgasm. Mm-hmm. You think of as many eights in a row that you can. Eight, 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 eight a bunch of eights. You're gonna come into some money. Damn. Yes. Damn. Sex magic. Hit up the mates. Did it work for men too? Yeah. It works for men and it works better when you have a partner. If you have a partner, works, do see, it no, with no, you. No, no, no. With your partner, you have to agree on what is it that you're thinking about at the same time. This is why people have to understand soul ties because you don't know what that person is thinking at that moment. Thanks. Just like they don't know what you're thinking. You can be in tune with one another, but it's an energy exchange. Every time that you have sex with somebody, Karma Sutra. so you got to know what's going on in their life, who they're around, all the other stuff. Because you're going to exchange those energies and things that you've come across or whatever um, throughout their lifetime. So, with a partner, it's better to hey, when we come, we gonna think about this at the same time. That's the only way that'll work. But you also have to understand that it's going to come with an exchange of energy, too. So you might start doing things like she do or she might start doing things like you do. Right. Or if we come at different times, then we can still have two different thoughts. True. I'm trying to test this whole theory. I want to see what's going on. The masturbation. Nah, it's real. Sex and everything. It's, it's so it's magic, real. I can I can. I can um, vouch for. <laughs> I can vouch for the masturbation one. I can vouch, I can vouch for that one. Right. I don't know about the other ones, y'all. The dating life is messed up, so I don't know. All right, cool. I got something up for you. <laughs> I got something up. Getting back to the topic. Would you run for office? I would. You know what? This is something I've talked about um, back in, I want to say in high school. I used to talk about this because... Um, I went to high school in Decatur. All right. What school? I graduated from Southwest DeKalb. Okay, okay. You was in the band? Yes, I was in the band. Oh, tenor shit. Saxophone. Oh, shit. Yes, I, played, I still play. I just she... bought a new tenor saxophone, played middle school, high school, college. Right. Um, went One to an HBCU, too. Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. I ain't got a lot of shout. If you, you went to Jackson State, too? Went to Jackson well, State. shout out to y'all new oh, coach. Oh, shit. Yes. You went to Jackson Neon, 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 neon Sanders. When you going to homecoming, we're going to homecoming with Corey, y'all. Man, the tickets went up. So how much of those tickets? We'll we'll pay for the tickets. There's a classic coming up in Miami, and you know my crab brothers and crab sisters. We had a group chat. They were like, "We're going to buy tickets. We're going to buy tickets." Then they announced the coach at the beginning of the week. Tickets went up a hundred dollars. 
Uh, That's the least HBCU <laughs> getting over on us. I was like, whoa! But it's worth it. That was the best it's pickup. I, would play, so I ain't smart. gonna lie because that right there. That's a new strategy Absolutely. that every HBCU need to do. Absolutely. Catch these legend players and make them coaches. Yeah. Like, and who get Shannon Sharp, go coach at Al- uh, Albany State. And if they got to get a couple first-round yeah. drafts, yeah, yeah, too. They got to get a couple first-round drafts, too. They got to have some five people coming from high school. Really well, here's the thing. That's what's going to get it. But that's like, you got yeah. to realize, if I'm a D1 athlete, especially if I play receiver, you think I ain't looking at him? Man, if I like, play any position, like, I want to play under Deion you, Sanders. You think bro. I'm like at least going to look at him? Jackson State getting looks that they weren't even thinking about Facts. getting right and now. And Jackson State has already had like some decent teams. So my cousin went to Jackson so, State. Yeah. My cousin Jared that was killed in an uh, accident who we bought the property with. Yeah. They, they, they retired his jersey what? at Jackson State. What? Yeah, my, my, oh, cousin, Jer- my cousin Jared was a beast. Like, yeah. So we already, the yeah. family already talking about doing like, because we already got a scholarship thing we do. Uh-huh. Now we just talking about getting it. tied in yep. with yeah. him. Oh, so, be lit. so we working on it now. So my cousin Jared, shout out Jared Blade, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was super excited about that when yeah. I seen when I seen that, I'm more excited about what it's going to do for the community because if you've been to HBCU in a country ass town, you know, you know how it is. Yes. I want to see Dion elevate that area too. Like I want that, that uh, what LeBron crazy. did for Cleveland. Right. I'm hoping he could do for Jackson. LeBron did it for Akron because I went yeah, to yeah, the, Akron, I yeah, went Akron, to the Akron, University Akron, yeah. of Akron, yeah. and so I seen that firsthand. This is like some of his first years in the city. So like, you feel me? Uh, yeah, Deion Sanders about to turn that whole city up. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. And even before that, Walter Payton um, did a lot for the city. They have a mm. brand new, well, it's new to me because it wasn't there when I went to school, a Walter Payton uh, sports complex that's mm. magnificent. Damn. Damn. On the campus. Yeah. So they have been building up and, and what have you. Jackson is still Jacktown, but, um, yeah, I hope it's Jacktown. Air yeah. Country Town got some shit, bro. Jacktown. Jacktown. Yeah, but yeah, the get, yeah, but say let it get back to that. Yeah, that political. to, uh, politically, um, I did want to run because what I learned in high school is you have Decatur, but there's two different Decaturs. The downtown Decatur at the square, yeah, where the white folk live, which is exactly which is incorporated. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The rest of it, the black areas, that's unincorporated Decatur. That's that's, that's why the real Candler Road. Hold, yeah. on, hold on, so side note, so that part's unincorporated Decatur. Yeah. Is that like when they were saying um, South Fulton was unincorporated, like when they had that big controversy mm-hmm. or Stonecrest? <laughs> so trying so to what does that mean? Incorporate, yeah. That's so all mean. right, so mm-hmm. what happened is. Downtown Decatur, mm-hmm. the square, yeah, uh-huh. where all the white folk live, where the train station is. They, it just mean they want to run their own shit. Mm-hmm. They want to control their own shit. They want to control their schools. They want to keep people out. They want to keep people in. That's all that is with mm-hmm. city tax money. Yeah, okay. yeah. They want their money to go towards their shit. Like yeah. I don't want my money to go ac- literally across the railroad tracks. Right. I want to keep my money on this side of the railroad track. So we're the city of Decatur. But yep. so if I'm living in Decatur, which I did, I lived on Candler Road. I was paying taxes for the square. Or no, I was paying it for no, the, you lived in the unincorporated. So, so you lived in the Cab County. So, so then break that part down. Then. So on, on the and again, I know what I know and I don't know what I don't know. So. Thanks. Um, on the other, so, huh? so correct this in the comments when y'all uh, shoot these. Yeah, 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 like this is what I call somebody like Derek, and I'm like, hey, bro, what is me? But uh, <laughs> on on the side you lived on, mm-hmm. that's more so like the DeKalb County. Now all of it is broke down by commissioners. So DeKalb County got a commissional model. So um, you have the Sahalanda so got city council. The mm-hmm. cab has the commissioners, mm-hmm. and the commissioners kind of serve like your city council. That's so uh, Larry uh, Johnson. 
He's he's the Cab County Commissioner okay. for Candler Road, that whole little area. You know what I'm saying? And then you got that white woman who I hate. What's her name? Dang, I can't even remember her name. But she she's the upper side. People don't realize the Cab County is like Tucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, I used to live in Tucker. Yeah, when so I used to live in Tucker, and I thought it was Gwinnett, and they were like, nah, nah this, this is the cab. 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 Yeah. Like, the cab is yeah. big as hell. Right, the cab right, is yeah. Tucker, Shambly, it's, Dunwoody. It's big. Yeah. It's so big. would you run? You got parts of Atlanta in the cab that crosses into the cab so as well. that was politics, too, when you yeah. got Emory annexed into Atlanta. Yeah. So Emory was the cab. Now it's a part of Atlanta. Yeah. And it's a big controversy why we say the mayor – it's about to be white because what happened is we annexed out a hundred thousand voters to South Fulton who were in Atlanta. Now all that Camp Creek, all that stuff, those are now South Fulton wow. residents. Mm-hmm. So Emory, so Emory just came in Atlanta, but the, uh, the Emory voters that they get annexed in, who you think they voting for? Nigga, this way I listen to the just Elders podcast. So, it's like, so, so when you look at our last three mayoral races, they were one in a runoff. And they were won with less than a thousand votes. This last mayor race was won with eight hundred, like seven hundred fifty votes. She beat Mary Norwood in a runoff. So you got to think about that was before we annexed out a hundred thousand voters, mm-hmm. and that was before we annexed in about two thousand more mm. voters from Emory. Mm. So now, uh, I don't know. It's a little different. It's not redlining. It's more so about banks identifying who they wasn't going to give the money to. Okay, got but it. I'm just saying, like. When they when they brought them people in uh, to Atlanta, who do you think they voting for? So now we've been bare, like we're literally Atlanta is not as black as everybody's trying to make it seem. Exactly. Like Metro Atlanta is black, but Atlanta, the city of Atlanta, is a uh, pretty diverse. Like I was I was on the phone with Keith and I was like, what the fuck? Reynolds Town feeling like Buckhead mm. when you right there uh, on Memorial eclectic hood. That's a new term right there. That's what I call it. It's the eclectic hood. Yeah, like, like, when it's like, these white folk is out here, bro. And they comfortable too. These these white folk be like, talking about Fourth Ward and like East Side. See, a lot of them are, 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 uh, traditionally, not traditionally, but as recent history has shown and elections have shown, it's been pretty much a, more so like a blue voting. Yeah, yeah. So like, you have you have your area. Yeah, like so. For instance, East Atlanta, and I only know this because I was on Fort campaign, and Fort was endorsed by Bernie Sanders. So a lot of people in East Atlanta, a lot of people in O four four are the progressive voters. You know what I'm saying? But even that progressive stuff, it, I mean, it has its limits. For sure. But it's it's the closest we can get until we get our own shit. So a lot of people are progressive. A lot of people are working for us. So speaking of progressive. I asked you if you want to vote because there was an article that came out and it was a lot of young millennial women saying they want to vote. I mean, they want to run for office, but they're scared because there's so many news floating around. Yeah. How do you think that affects the political process for us in the future? Well, women, because I know, I, hey, I know I got some news floating around. I think we all got it's some fine. news floating around. Um, I've, been, I've been waiting on this day. I've been waiting on this day. Um, I knew that when I stepped into the game of, of dancing, stripping, that this was going to be a question for people, whether or not I publicize it or not. 
I knew that was going to happen. I knew this wasn't going to be, you know, my ultimate career. I knew I was, I wanted to get into entertainment. I have been trying to do this since I was a kid. There was other like little movie cameos and stuff that I've had. So I knew this was going to come up and it was going to be a question. You was on Cousin and Skeeter? No. <laughs> no, I was actually in a drumline. I was in drumline. See? Southwest the Cab, boy. He was in drumline. Southwest the Cab, boy. The band was in drumline. Yeah, we were in the That's drumline. why Southwest the Cab had the greatest Damn. band. And Damn. we recorded the music. What, when you came out of school? 2004. Now I'm yeah. my age. Ooh. Yeah, see? Like no, no, right there. Cut that from the <laughs> <laughs> two thousand and B. No, no, with the heydays, bro. Like yeah, that's when that band was like unstoppable, bro. Like, yeah. like for real. Yeah. When when they brought literally, they like Southwest the Cab, Morris Brown. <laughs> like those are yeah. the baddest brand. That was the baddest band. High so, like, the and the fact that you played, like I was a trombone player. Yeah, you know, hey, I trashed though. Bones. <laughs> the bones. I was trying. The only reason I played the trombone because my mama and them couldn't afford an instrument, mm. and my music teacher went up in the attic and felt like you could play this. That shit was dusty. Like like the trombone had like acne on it. It was like it was like it was like, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. I would trash at it. I got I got I got away though. This is how we bring this shit full circle. Would you be willing? So put together a stripper party fundraiser for a candidate. I would. I would definitely do that, especially well, how if it's much a money candidate you think they that, make? Uh, Man, what? Come on now. Give us some numbers. Give us some numbers. For, it's some yeah. political people listening. On a good night, if we say, look, ladies, this is our contribution. We're doing a fundraiser mm-hmm. for XYZ candidate. We want to see them win tonight. They getting. I don't know if they getting all however y'all would do it, but what right. they looking with, what, what what they might walk away with. Cause you are a future dancer. Yeah. Like you, you do this. So I would say there has been nights where, and it, and I'm, I know there's people that have made more than this. The most that I've had in a night was like, there are girls that <coughs> have made way more, way more. I've seen girls walk with seven, eight, nine, ten. Um. I've seen a girl that have one guy come and blow 20 stacks on her. $20,000 on her alone. Shit. On just her. He had locks. He didn't. You know, so, I stay out of the strip club. Just think, I mean, if we were talking like minimum and we had people that got behind this candidate and endorsed them and wanted to come and spend money and, and buy, you know, alcohol because think that that mm, generates yeah, money too really, so the they wanted to money. yeah they want to buy alcohol let's say if there was food there available at the event they're gonna buy food they're gonna pay a mission to get in yeah, all of that, that stuff too. plus spend money for each girl i would say at the least you could expect a, a contribution of at least three thousand dollars from each girl not including the alcohol which is going to sell way more right so so a, so a night at the club fit 40k something like that 10 yeah. 10 to 12 girls or so i guess i would say it'd be more than that actually it would be a lot more than that because what's it how many girls are there on a typical night on a typical night you can have especially like if it's a good night you're gonna have close to like 50 or more 50 or more okay so that's one hundred fifty thousand dollars at three thousand dollars for just the girls just 
the girls alone. So yeah. all, all I'm saying is that's what the number now, I wanted to there, hear. Is like there are fun, there are fundraising rules. Like you got to know who you getting the money from, stuff sure. like that. But I'm just saying, like people knocking this stripper stuff now until the stripper stuff start raising I mean, some money, right? It. If like I would argue, if y'all did this campaign with somebody, y'all did this campaign with somebody, like with a candidate, and then it was like a click the fundraise right. you know what i'm saying like like give five ten dollars i can imagine how much y'all done made by that now. was literally my whole point in saying that earlier i said like if it's working use it don't try to like talk about it but just use it so we're gonna get here um you know first of all let me let me thank you you know what i'm saying thank you and your colleagues for thinking outside the box yeah i'm, I'm gonna just be real uh we need all hands on deck we need all strategies on deck because Trump got something that no politician has. Trump has a unwavering army of ignorant motherfuckers that's going to vote regardless. <laughs> like, nobody else has that. So at this time, we need all hands on deck. We need to we think do. outside of the box. Mm-hmm. We need to activate new voters. And y'all did that. Right. And, uh, I just, I just thank you for always using your platform. But like, you've been, like I said, you I said in the beginning, you've been rocking with us since Spendify. Uh, now you rocking with us on the voting and then you came on the podcast to talk about it. So I just thank you. Uh, but on the way out, I want to give you your chance, your last say. What do you want to say to the world? It could be about anything, voting, um, voting, whatever you want it to be. Your last say to the world. I want to say thank you to everybody that supported and appreciated the message. Um, I'm not able to respond to everyone. It's, it's getting a lot of attention. It's gaining a lot of ground. We have a lot of interviews coming up this week with CNN and BuzzFeed, just to name one, a few. And it's your favorite interview, right? Yeah, this is my favorite. This has been the most fun so far. And yeah, I just yeah. want everybody to keep supporting me on what I'm doing. I got a lot coming up. This is not going to be the last time you see me. Um, different TV shows, movies, and what have you that I have been on, um, that I will be on. I have new content that's going to be coming out on my own YouTube channel. You and want a podcast? Yeah, I used to actually had I had a radio show for years. And <coughs> um, yeah, But do a, you want a podcast? I mean, I don't really like to do talk so much so it's gonna be a radio show because it's gotta have you gotta stop me from talking sometimes i'll go too far down the rabbit hole we're gonna we're we gonna work with you she, she, you she, sound, don't, she just don't know she don't know, she don't know. you no, might no. we might get you on the just Elgin media so that'll be pretty dope everybody um <coughs> be on the lookout uh hopefully i can tune into this this energy that gets me to do these um funny improvs <laughs> that i'm able to just come up with just don't overthink it. That, I know, right? That, so, that's what Keith always tell me. Just do it. Don't overthink it. Just say what's on your mind. Saturday Night Live, if you're watching. They watching. <laughs> they tune in every week. Come get me. Come rescue me from the strip club. I don't want to go back, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go back. Hey, get on the I bus. I really don't. Uh, with that being said, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, let's keep this sister out the strip club. Do me a favor. Follow her. Support her. <laughs> Whatever she's selling by it. <laughs> Subscribe. At so, Koi underscore Malone with the C. C-O-Y underscore M-A-L-O-N-E. Yeah, she would definitely be on the, um, uh, Just Elders, uh, Instagram as well as Elders Media. Follow the new Instagram page yeah. at Elders Media. Uh, 
and i'm super excited man i appreciate you again thank you so much everybody out there please go vote please go vote please go get vote. your booty to the poll and vote <laughs> Get your booty to the poll. I said every week, we love y'all, we need y'all, but most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Justice Elders Podcast.